You know, it's like they say, you'll either get the blessing or you get the lesson. That comes when you have a nervous system that really feels safe to meet the full life experience and all of the sensations that come with everything that that journey of uncovering your own unique manifestation process looks like. Welcome, welcome to episode 29 of the Level Up with KDB podcast. We are, oh my goodness, full steam ahead. We are in the thick of the manifestation series. This is episode four in the six-part manifestation series, and it is an epic freaking episode. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. My name's Katie. I'm a human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I'm so happy to have you here. For all the people dialing back in, returning listeners, welcome back. So chuffed to have you here too. Today, I am chatting with Gemma Banad. Gemma is a business and nervous system strategist who is committed to guiding individuals on the journey towards owning their true power, personal expansion, and next level business success whilst honoring their bodies. She is the founder of the Body-Led Business Method, which is a transformative approach for ambitious and driven female entrepreneurs. She's on a mission to support all those beautiful female entrepreneurs who are on the path to seven figures and beyond to unleash their authentic power, align with their energetic blueprint and build an empire that impacts the world and honors their body. And you can obviously already understand why I'm so excited to chat with her because she actually just has the most incredible experience both with herself and her clients and insights into human design and gene keys and I love 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 her approach to supporting women in understanding how to support their own nervous system and body health in a way that really helps them grow long-lasting, sustainable businesses. So we've got a lot of things in common and the things that excite us and light, light our fires, that help us stay motivated in supporting our communities. And our chat today is just bloody awesome. Today, Gemma shares her own incredible manifestation story about how she manifested her most amazing business yet. She has owned many businesses. She's very experienced, but now she's in a place where she has created not only a success, financially successful business, but a business that she can run and operate in a way that feels delightfully aligned and authentic and relaxed and safe. So I have no doubt that you are going to enjoy this incredible episode. She's also going to share her own sort of insights into what she believes it takes to have a really successful manifestation process. Before we get in, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has left me beautiful messages and reviews on Spotify and on Apple. So chuffed to be able to read them. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to be reading out the latest five-star Apple review. So don't forget, if you want to leave a five-star review, you can go to the Level Up with KDB podcast on Apple, scroll down to the bottom and type away, baby. (laughs) You never know, next week, your review might be read out. Okay, team, sit back, relax, and let's dive into the episode. Well, welcome, Gemma, to the Level Up with Katie B podcast. I am so chuffed to be able to have a chat and get to know you better and hear your incredible manifestation stories. So fun, so fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So, 
Gemma, you are a scaling strategist and nervous system specialist for female leaders, which mm-hmm. I have just got so much respect and admiration for. And we actually have a lot in common with the way we support our communities, which is awesome. I just love your work. But aside from that, I know your business is actually one of your biggest manifestation success (laughs) stories. Yes. So I would just love to hear more about your business and specifically your manifestation journey. So when did that all begin? Oh, my goodness. I love this. It is like you may not be aware but I actually started my online business as the manifesting mum. Oh my so, goodness! Stop mm, it! Yes, yeah, yeah. So when I when I I saw you were looking for people to talk about manifestation and, and cool stories, I was like, oh my god, we've got to have this conversation. This is so fun. So back in two thousand and eighteen, two thousand eight. Oh my gosh, I'm having I'm really losing track of years right now. So let me think about this. Okay, I'm going to take I'm going to go back a little bit further to give some context to all of it. And then I'll come into the actual story. So I've been in business. I've been an entrepreneur for over 16 years. Okay. So um, I started off my first business as a personal trainer. I then opened up a gym and I kept that gym running for a number of years. And I actually sold it literally like seven years ago right now, because time of recording this, it's actually my twin's seventh birthday. And I sold my gym. I think it was like the week before or the week after I actually gave birth to them. So right around this time. Wow. And I actually took a year off business because twins, right? And I just needed to like take some time to be mum for a while. And then in 2017, I decided, you know, I'm I'm I am just an entrepreneur at heart. Like it's there's just nothing else that I ever want to do. Running my own business is just it's a it runs in my blood. It really, really does. It's deep in my DNA. So but at that point in time, like after having a bricks and mortar business, I was like, oh, what am I like? What am I gonna what am I gonna do? Like I can't, I can't have another physical business like that. It's too much with, you know, two young kids. Um, you know, my husband and I've got five together. So we have a very busy family life, but also, wow. you know, having just having, you know, the twins at that point too. So that was the point that I thought I've got to take, I've got to go online. Like that's the only option. I need something that I can do from home. And I actually ended up joining a network marketing business that I only stayed in for about six months because it was a good foray into the online world, but it really wasn't for me. And it was, I I just had this yearning to start a podcast. Just, I felt this pull inside of me and it was so, so strong. And I really, really just had this deep passion. I want to do this. I just want to talk. I want to share my message and I just want to talk to people. I just want to have conversations. I didn't. I knew I wanted to talk about mindset. Like I knew that was a big part. It was a huge part of what I what I did as a personal trainer and as a, a health and fitness coach when I had my gym. And so I knew that that wanted that I wanted that to be a part of it. But I just didn't really have it all locked in until it would have been two thousand. Now into two thousand and eighteen, um, beginning of two thousand and eighteen, probably around Aprilish. Um, and I, I started to get clearer and clearer and I started to do a lot more work. Like I, to be honest with you, I've got a great manifestation story about my husband as well, but mm-hmm. manifestation was something that I was already very familiar with. And so I started to dive into the world of manifestation again myself around April of 2018. And then it was sitting in this office that I'm in right now and the configuration of the office was very different. I can still picture myself and I can tell you it was a Tuesday. It was a very nondescript Tuesday. 
And I had started a community at that point that was called The Village for Mums. And I was just posting very inspirational content at that point, just doing some, you know, Facebook lives here and there and just trying to build a community. And I'd actually just done branding for The Village for Mums, just done a photo shoot for it as well, just started getting a website done for all of this. And it was a Tuesday afternoon and I I heard this voice just clear as day through me and it just said, become the manifesting mum, learn all you can about manifestation and share it with the world. That was literally the words and I was like, and but nothing, it was one of these moments, nothing felt more right for me. It's like, that's exactly what I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to do. That's exactly it. That's exactly what it is. And I literally, I actually wrote it down on a piece of paper at the time and I'm sure it was somewhere around about 3.30 in the afternoon. And I documented it because I knew that that was going to be the beginning of something really special. And that message, because of just the certainty that I felt, it just felt the clarity, like all the cloud that had been there around my podcast and what I was kind of talking about, everything just kind of dissipated. And so I actually, at that time, that night, I actually went into a an online community, an online Facebook community, and I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can't for the life of me, but it had thousands of people inside of it. And I actually just posted a very curious question, like basically, what are your thoughts about manifestation? And I was flooded with messages, just flooded with messages from people. And from there, I actually started up the Manifesting Mum Facebook community. 250 people joined overnight. Holy shit. And within, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And within, within, I mean, I'd have to go back and look at the dates, but honestly, within, I remember posting in the group about, you know, and I asked people how many people listen to podcasts all within the same week. And that like, I asked like, you know, do you listen to podcasts, watch live trainings? Like, what do you prefer? And, you know, the resounding poll answers were podcasts. And I went, that's it. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And I, literally got my husband's um, headset that he uses for dictating reports and I took my computer and I went up into my walk-in wardrobe and I sat down on the ground and I plugged it in and I record. I started recording and I started recording my podcast episode, the first four, I think, four or five podcast episodes that I then released all within the space. I, like learned, I taught myself how to edit podcasts, all of this stuff, and I put them out into the world. And I just started doing exactly that for, I think I did, the experiment was a 100-day experiment. I did a 120-day oh, experiment, apologies. It was a 120-day experiment. And I just decided I'm going to learn everything I can about manifestation and I'm just going to share it. I'm going to share. And that was the message that was really, all these steps just came through as this like voice. It was, you know, and I've come to realize because over the years I've actually come to connect in with um, some psychic abilities that I've got. And that's I that's exactly a very clear audience. So I, I hear things very clearly as well as being very clear sentient. And I I realized that those voices were, you know, what I what I've come to realize is, you know, my source guiding me. And um, I started that podcast and that podcast grew and all I did was just show up on that podcast. Every single week I just recorded podcast episodes and I talked about manifestation. I talked about mindset. I talked about all of the different like belief systems and all of the and energetics and all of those things that I was just learning about myself really. And um, I shared it and and that from there, 
turned into a business in 2019. So this is two, August 2018. I just showed up and showed up and showed up. 2019, I launched my one-to-one coaching in March of 2019 and it took off. My one-to-one coaching sold out. I launched my first group program in, I think it was July of 2019. I had a multiple five-figure launch, which just like literally blew my mind. It was mm. the first time that I'd been exposed. Like I went to bed at the end, like the launch was already doing well. And on closing night, I had some goals. I went to bed that night and I woke up the next morning and I'd like, I'd done $10,000 in sales overnight. <laughs> and I was like, this is like, it was such a stream. I can still remember my husband had woken up early in the morning, was getting ready to go for a run, and I came downstairs and I just looked over the top of him and I said, you know, all these women have signed up overnight. Like I've just done $10,000 in sales. What is going on? And that was – and it, from there I, you know, I had a goal. I wanted to manifest and create um, six figures in my in my first 12 months and I did that. And then 2020, like I <laughs> did multiple six figures and I'm, there's a whole other story around that. But – um, the manifestation itself all began. It literally all began <laughs> from this one voice that said, you know, become the manifesting mum, learn everything you can and share it with the world. And that's exactly what I did. And that's how my business, that's how my business started. And that's how I grew, I grew the manifesting mum podcast. It's now called the success revolution podcast. Um, but I've amassed hundreds of thousands of downloads from people all over the world, you know, I even was getting messages from men basically saying like, please don't post this on social media, but I I listened to your podcast and I'm learning so much about manifestation from it. And yeah, my business has grown and evolved immensely um, since that time, but it it all began from just that one moment. Um, You know, it was an intention, a seed that was planted in 2017 when I knew I wanted to go and have an online business and then little pockets of clarity just kind of came through bit by bit and I just trusted. I, I it, it sounds simplistic and it, it wasn't. You know, there were many times where it was challenging to trust that much but I, I just trusted. I trusted that those steps were the right ones to take. I trusted that you know, if I was going to create this or co-create this, that I was just going to show up and do what I was asked to do. I was going to show up and do my part and hold the faith and and have the hope. And yeah, and and here we are in 2023. And after many evolutions, you know, my business has grown and evolved, but it, it all started from that one seed. Oh my goodness. Such an incredible story. And mm-hmm. I love how, you know, really that started from you knowing that you wanted a change, right? It was when you, when you closed your brick and mortars, um, personal training business and you were like, okay, I, I've got this pull towards an online business. And you obviously were tr- quite trusting of that intuitive nudge in that moment as well, right at the beginning, just like, I know that online business is where I want to be. That's you set that intention. And from there it bloomed like that is incredible. And so 
I know now you are actually, you know a lot and you work with your human design. Mm -hmm. And so I was wondering, as you were telling me that story, did you know about your human design when you sort of started on that journey or was it through the unfolding? Yeah, because was it on your journey to learning more about manifestation that you found human design or how did that sort of? I know human design came into the picture for me in two, first in 2020. So it wasn't until 2020, it was actually a client that I was working with at the time and she actually asked me whether I knew anything about it and I I, I didn't at all. And I looked it up and I remember remember the first time I looked at my chart on my bodygraph and I was like, WTF, like what is this? this (laughs) No sense. I cannot even like what are these shapes and and I just went, this is, I actually just put it in the too hard basket. I really did. And it wasn't until, look, for me it really came about because Look, even though I had all of this incredible growth, for which I'm immensely, immensely grateful for in 2019 and 2020, I did hit a point in my business at the end of 2020 where I wasn't able to hold what I had amassed. You know, Mm -hmm. my nervous system was really in a chronic low-grade stress state and um, I was experiencing a lot of... um, you know, symptoms of burnout and exhaustion that I've been addressing for the last couple of years. And that's really what makes up most of my work, if not all of my work right now. Yeah. Um, but that really was when human, I was like, I, at that point in time, the end of 2020, when I had, yes, created all this incredible success, but it didn't feel how I really, I was, mm-hmm. it didn't feel right in my body. I was like, okay, something like there was, there still felt like there was a lot more force than what needed to be there. So that was really when human design and gene keys, because I actually, I'm, I actually do work. So not only am I aware of it for myself, but I actually weave it into the work that I do with my clients as well, both human design and gene keys. Mm-hmm. But that was the point at the end of 2020. I was like, I'm, I'm coming back into this because I really, in 2021, I had a theme for that year, which was unapologetic. And so a lot of it for me was about really coming into myself and who I am and what I'm here to speak about and stand for and really understanding myself at a deeper level. And I think human design just seems to fit into that pocket. The moment that we start to ask ourselves that big question of who am I? Um, I think human design really just kind of slides in there to start to give us some answers as to who we are underneath all of the conditioning of of who we've told that we should be and have been and must be in order to be successful, in order to be a mother, in order to be, you know, whatever label it is you want to put over yourself. And that was the point that I really went down that rabbit hole of human design and became qualified to, you know, to really support people to understand understand their own energetic blueprint through the lens of human design as well. Yes. Yes. I totally agree with you. I think human design is, from my perspective, it has been the most incredible tool to work with my coaching clients because it not only gives people a really clear indication. I The number of times I hear people say, I feel like you've just given me a permission slip to be mm. me. And mm-hmm. holy shit, what a fucking gift is that, right? Like yeah, not that absolutely. none of us need the permission slip, but damn, it feels good when you get it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then the other thing is that it actually gives you a beautiful and very, very powerful 
package of like a toolkit, I call it, of, mm. of tools that you can use. Like you can practically apply it day in and day out. And what I've found is that through that toolkit, you you start coming naturally home to your energetic blueprint. And I love the way that you talk about the nervous system and the way that you your journey through manifesting that first online business to me I think I think I'm not 100% sure but I think you're a manifesting generator is that correct (laughs) I'm actually not no I'm actually not I'm a generator but I will tell you I'm a generator with a triple split okay and so generators with triple splits can often have a lot of the same characteristics as um, manifesting generators yeah so yes it's I'm it's very common and you know, I mean, there's there's lots of conversations around this, but um, also this um, this spin around the sun, this solar return. I don't mm-hmm. know if you look at it through the lens, but I'm actually yes. a manifesting generator through. I'm I'm actually an emotional manifesting generator okay. through this next spin around. So okay. there's definitely characteristics of it there, but I'm a generator. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, regardless, I mean, that's still generator type I guess Mm -hmm, I was just kind of I was just thinking about as as you followed those nudges you were obviously responding to your intuition and I always like to I mean I think we all relate to our intuition and our connection to source spirit the universe our higher selves and really unique and individual and intimate ways right and like no one can understand your connection to your higher self and spirit in, mm. in the same you know it's not the same for two people but mm. uh what I was thinking when you were telling that story is that you you given an external catalyst to respond to and you followed those nudges and yes you did end up in a state of burnout which fucking sucks but you also Mm -hmm. had a really huge success in your business and learnt so much and then that whole process of you being willing to go on that journey of self-healing self-discovery to come back from burnout that whole experience has led to your next level business which is now thriving and by the sounds of it in a way that feels a lot more in alignment and a lot more nourishing to you hey absolutely I have I mean at at almost all points in this journey I have responded and that's what has I guess allowed things to flow that way even the burnout was a response Mm. you know I respond all of it all of it has just been me doing this co-creative you know cha-cha this back and forth um, dance with the universe, kind of communicating what it is that I want to experiencing, having those things brought to me, me getting to use my sacral authority to decide, you know, what it is that I'm going to move forward on or not. That's really happened at all pieces. And the burnout in- includes, and, you know, it's interesting, like it, I, I'm going to be frank, like at the time when I hit exhaustion and I had to put pause on my business, it really did feel like it sucked. Now yeah. it's honestly like it's it, it's cliched, yes, but it, it's been the biggest gift I've ever had because my business is now, I mean, personally for me now, I've got, I get a chance to build my business on really solid, stable ground, which is yeah. really important. But also now when I, when I work with people, I work from lived experience and I'm able to, to use that to really relate at the deepest level to what people are going through, whether that is burnout or not. You know, I don't, it's not necessarily my work doesn't um, really help people recover from burnout. It's part of it. I'm more about preventing it, to be honest. Mm. Um, but, yes, yeah, so much of it, all of it has been about that dance, that 
that sacral response, that letting the universe bring things to me. And there's so much trust that's involved in that. And that really is the biggest piece of the puzzle, I think, for and, and for all of us. I think regardless of what your energy type is, we're all do, we're all in a co-creative journey. We're all we're all having to wait for some sort of stimulus to mobilize us into into action. And there's a lot of trust that's involved in that, without a doubt. Yes, co-creative cha-cha. I love that. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. It's so interesting how you speak about that burnout, that feeling really uncomfortable. Obviously, when you you decided, okay, something's got to change, and that probably came ended up looking like some sort of uh, dialing back a lot on your energetic. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. I was actually talking, uh, so I do tarot therapy as part of my coaching and Mm -hmm, just standalone mm -hmm. as well. And I was talking to one of my clients yesterday who's experiencing a bit of a lull in her business. And we were just discussing how uncomfortable the, the, (laughs) the rest, she's a generator as well, uh, that, that those moments of quiet or when you, even though, you know, she's like, I know that this is the best thing for me right now, but it still feels fucking uncomfortable. (laughs) And, you know, I always, I, I always look at those moments like the best opportunity to get really real with yourself, get really down and dirty and and also do some integrating and and self-reflection and all that sort of stuff. But what was it that uh, how long did that period kind of hang around for that that yeah, what- a, a while. I'm going to tell you a while. Um, so I when I when I decided in November of 2020 I was going to pause again. I remember the moment I was I just spent the weekend in um, celebrating my husband's birthday. We'd gone away for the night. We were driving home from the city and talking, and that's when I said to him, "I just need to take." This was beginning of November. I'm just going to take off until after Christmas. I'm just going to pause until after Christmas, and then after Christmas I'll come back and I'll get back into it. And that 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 look I was still I I stopped taking any one to one and all I did was run a mastermind really um in that next sort of you know beginning period and and not much other than that at all and I really look I started to pull back I was really you know I'd been so consistent with my podcast I pulled back on that I was sort of a little bit it felt like I was a little bit all over the place but I was just doing so much exploration um as well and so to be honest with you that period in many iterations of the pause has has gone on it went on for about 18 months yeah now it wasn't that i was doing nothing but i was i was really in an explorative phase i'm a 3 5 mm-hmm. so it's that third line is all, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm all about i'm all about that trial and error all about going out and living and breathing so i had to go and experiment with different business models different sales strategies different offer structures you know, all the different things, different messaging, everything to really, you know, land on what was going to be right for me next, like what was going to, you know, really feel the best for me. And plus I I had a lot of nervous system work to do. I had a lot of healing um, work to do as well. So, you know, I, I it, it's one of those things that goes on for, I think, as long as it goes on. And this is the thing, like I work with so many women who identify as ambitious, driven, high achieving, and, you know, we're always in a rush. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. always in a rush to get to the next, the next, to the, get to the next goal and get to the next milestone, to get to the end of the discomfort, to get into the whatever it is. And um, that was, I, and I truly believe it went on that long for me, for me really to experience and learn how to let go 
how to, you know, really work on that rushing pattern as well to really learn how to to find my version of slowing down as well. And it's only been, I would say, you know, even coming into, gosh, it's only, you know, you had 18 months. I mean, even this year, this year is probably the first year since 2020. Oh, I was—I don't even know if that's accurate to say, to be honest. But this is because I'm so my energy is so different now. Like I have never felt so grounded, never felt so certain, never felt so stable, and just there's the—it's—it's it's almost it's so hard to actually use words to communicate how different it feels to be able to have a nervous system that you can partner with. Mm that have to have a nervous system that supports you to have a nervous system that really you can work with that isn't always working against you it's a very different energy to be in but it's taken me it's taken me time to get yeah. here it's taken me time and and that's in many respects i think the biggest asset we have when we're doing this work mm. yeah was it when you were in that i mean as you say you kind of it sounds like you've just had such a major shift. Like there's a completely huge. Diff- different, <laughs> huge. You're, you're a new Gemma in life and yeah. business and probably yeah. in every facet of your life. Yeah. So yes. the pause is kind of an extended pause, but not a pause of business, just a pause in that um, unresourceful sort of high, high energy state it was you a pivot. were in before. Yeah. Pivot. It That's was a good a way pivot. to put it. It was a, it was a pivot, it w- but the pivot, I knew what I was turning away from. I just didn't know what I was turning to. Yes. And so that pivot was just constantly, constant, oh, I'll pivot to this. Nope. Okay. That doesn't feel good. Pivot to this. Oh, nope. That doesn't, oh, that feels good in that, but not in this. And it was that, it was just these little tweaks here and there, these little pivots here and, you know, here and there to try and work it out. So the pause itself, you know, might have only been, you know, a few months, but the, the, the letting go and moving to something new. I mean, I was probably in a bridge phase. I would probably call it a bridge phase for for really a large chunk of that time where I was walking the path from the old towards the new, but I hadn't really arrived in what that new version, not even the new version, but what the real version of me, like who am I when I feel safe? Who am I when I feel grounded? Who am I when I feel open? Who am I when I feel really not just think that I'm trusting, but actually feel trusting? Because the nervous system work is so much more. It's not the mindset aspect of nervous system is really a very small component. Mm -hmm. You know, the work that we get to do with the body around the nervous system, you know, from where I teach it is, is the most powerful part. And so it was really about, you know, who, who am I? Who's the real me? when I feel very connected, very safe, very grounded, when, I, when, when I'm feeling energized, that it's energized from a place of creativity and resourcefulness and playfulness, not, a, not you know, energized from a place of fear and, mm. and worry and anxiousness. And, and that's very different. Yeah. And that takes time, takes time to acclimate to a new nerve. It takes time to rewire a nervous system. Time is absolutely what a nervous system needs, but it also takes time to to acclimate to that. Um, And so a lot of the last couple of years have just been, as I said, that exploration of working out who am I, who am I in stress states now? 
now that I know how to actually, I've got the the control panels in my hand for my nervous system. Who am I when things do get tough? Who am I when there's challenging experiences? Who am I when there are triggers? Who am I when stressful events arrive? How do I deal with it now? And um, and it's been an incredible journey, but it's it's there's been a lot of just getting used to you know it's like wearing a new pair of jeans you've got to you've got to lunge in them for a little bit before they feel comfy again <laughs> yes yeah you mentioned uh, the words feel and trust a lot when you were talking about that space the pivot and how you mm, would pivot mm, and yeah that mm. feels really good and and then oh no that doesn't feel good and you obviously have a really beautiful connection and trust with your body I call it body wisdom and mm. as, as you know as a generator our sacral response is a huge part of that do you feel like having a understanding of your sacral response is a helpful thing when you are navigating these times of change because I've found it to be incredibly supportive and incredibly comforting and very fucking empowering to be honest because when things feel a little bit unknown I've developed such an incredible relationship with my sacral that it just feels safe even when it's unknown. Have you experienced that as well? Is that what those feelings were for you or was it something different? Yeah, look, part, look. yes, it is a part of it. Absolutely, it's a part of it. As a sacral authority, that forms a part of it. Um, you know, I also, you know, I have uh, gate 46 coming out of my G-Center, which also has a significant placement in my gene keys as well. And gate 46 is really the archetype mm. of the sensual. So I'm all yes. about sensations in the body. Like it's a very core right. part for me. So yes, the sacral is absolutely a part of that, but it is, it's, 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 it's really just getting so familiar with the sense because our bodies are like my method, the main method that I use in my business is the body led business method. Mm. And so I teach women how to use, how they to, to allow their bodies, invite their bodies, trust their bodies to lead them. And yeah. that like for me, whether you are sacral authority, splenic authority, emotional authority, you know, whether you're a, um, you know, mental projector, you're, whatever it is. I mean, none of us are designed to make, our decisions through our head. None mm. of us are designed to use our mind. Our mind is designed to support our body. Yeah. It's designed to be in service to what our body is, our heart, our our body is guiding us towards. And I and I that's what I subscribe to. That's what I teach. And I also believe the body is the portal of communication between us mm. and the universe. Yes. Um, as well. So you know, that is a, a huge part of it. So the sacral, like getting to know that sacral response and understanding that is is absolutely integral for me. But it's also, ex for me, it also expands, yes. um, I guess, beyond the sacral response as well. I feel like that is an integral part of it. But there is so much wisdom because our body's always communicating with us. It's mm. always communicating with us. You know, it's communicating us through our feelings and our emotions and our sensations and any physical ailments and illnesses that come up. You know, I always say our body is not getting in the way. It's mm. just guiding us. Yeah. That's all it's doing. And there's so much innate wisdom. It's really in the context of the business, it's really a barometer for our business as well. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that the more we can come out of our mind and come into our body, which is where safety exists, it's where we actually experience that sense of safety, the easier things like trust and decisions and clarity and certainty, you know, start to become as well. Because, I mean, 
I truly believe, like I actually put a post onto my socials um, this morning as well that, and I'll, I'll just, I'll read it out so I can give some context to it. But one of the things that I'm really so passionate about talking about is safety, because I think, you know, a lot of people bypass safety. I know I bypassed safety as a, as a felt experience, as a sensation in the body, not just a mental cognition, not just something that we affirm and, and declare that we are because, you know, you can be shoulders up around your ears, jaw clenched, belly tense, shallow breathing and chanting, I'm safe all you want, but your body's not going to buy into it mm-hmm. at all. And so being able to really get into, get in, attunement with all of the signals that our body is telling us. Um, And that's really important, like particularly if you are a sacral authority, because I'm telling you right now, if you're a sacral authority and you don't feel safe, you're not going to tap into that yes or no. Mm. (laughs) You're you're not going to be able to tap into that. You can't get access to that. And this is what I said in my post this morning. I said, I'm about to make safety, security, and sustainability the sexiest, most alluring desire for ambitious, driven women all over the world this year. And one of the reasons I'm passionate about that, and this is what I'm going to say, is for the last number of years, quantum leaping has been it, the thing that everyone wanted Mm. to experience. Now it's time for quantum safety to step forward and take the reins. Okay. Love it. And that's it. Yeah. And that's what I I truly, because I believe when we are in that state and we're not even not even in the state of safety, but able to guide our body into a state of safety, we are unstoppable. We are absolutely unstoppable because the only reason we do or don't do something is because we're experiencing our body's very natural innate resistance. Resistance is very natural when when we want to make any change. You know, resistance is natural. It's going to come up. It's not something we can switch off. So when we learn how to really um, listen to our body, communicate with our body, hear our body, honor our body, and let our body lead in whatever signals it sends us, there is nothing that we won't be able to not only achieve but also experience in a way that feels right. And that's something that the body-led method, business method, is all about. It's not just about filling up your bank account is about filling up your bank account in a way that feels right and for sacral authorities that'll feel like a fuck yes right it'll feel like oh this feels real this feels so good Mm -hmm. this feels really good so you know as i said the sacral for me is a part of it but the only way i can access the sacral is through feeling a deep sense of safety as well because you can't trust that body's wisdom if you don't feel safe we're not connected we can't actually hear and trust it that is one portal for me, a core, mm. core part of it, but that's one portal of communication for me is through that sacral authority. Oh, it's so interesting that you just use the word portal because I <laughs> was just thinking, reflecting on my own journey um, and discovering human design and using it in my coaching practice. I feel as if my sacral authority was a portal to that safety. It was actually a portal to Ooh. a greater like I accessed more of my body wisdom through that relationship with my sacral so it was almost for me like I needed to find human design in order to start my journey back to that body wisdom and then that yes. opened the portal to more oh gosh so much goodness and you know because I my history is as a in aviation as a pilot and mm. I am just full speed in this very mm. very oh I can't even really put words to how fast paced the beginning of my um career in aviation was I was moving jobs every 18 months I was constantly like boom boom yes. boom and as you say yes. your nervous system gets a little bit tapped and 
I think through that process was when I lost connection to my body wisdom. And then when Mm. I decided to launch my coaching business and I, through that process, discovered human design, it was like, oh, okay, this, this does feel safe for me. And, and that connection to my sacral response was that entry point. And that's part of the reason why I love human design so much now is because no matter what your authority is, human design is about body wisdom. So from mm. all for all my clients, one of the first places we start is like, let's start tuning out the noise of an external influence and start dialing back into what your body has to say to you, right? Um, mm. And and human design gives you some really beautiful uh, pinpoints to to kind of show you where to start looking. And yeah, I just I love it. And I, from what you describe, you've kind of had a similar journey, which is really really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I think you know, whatever tools we can pull on to support us to connect back into our body is 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 incredible because so many of us have lost through whatever reasons and I mm. think we've all got a story. I think every single one of us has a story about how we've lost connection with our body. Mm. And I love that this is becoming more of a normal conversation, that we're talking more and more about yes. this. And, you know, I think we've spent you know, I think all the mindset work we've done has been so incredible and so beautiful. But like I have a saying, it's like, and basically I say, it's time to put your journals down and get into your body. Yes. Like it's time to, <laughs> and I think so many of us are coming that. Like, and I've turned, I've, I've coined a term called body set. Mm-hmm. So all this time on the energy we spend on mindset, now it's time to get into our body set and really mm-hmm. start to do that. And you're right, human design is a really beautiful tool because I, I just think it, when we go through these periods where we are trying, we're, we're letting go of old ways of doing things, old patterns, old conditioning, we flail. Like there's, there is a period where we we are literally just blowing in the breeze and we don't have a lot of grounding and anchor point. And that's exactly what human design, I think, gives a lot of people. It, it really is an anchor. Mm-hmm. It's an anchor to come back to, to start to be able to bring some logic, like a system and some logic into kind of processing and peeling back a lot of these layers that we have to do when we go on this journey to coming back into our body, to coming back to the truth of who we are, to learning what we're here to do, how we're here to be in the world, you know, in ways that feel really nourishing for us. And and human design really is that gift that that absolutely gives that to us. Mm, yeah. Hundred percent couldn't couldn't agree more. So, with all that being said, what do you believe to be the most critical aspect of having a successful manifestation process? That's a great question. Um, look, I don't know. I don't know that I could sum it up with one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the one thing. The one thing that that we need. I think, I mean, maybe if I was to to sum it up in one way, I would I would say honor your unique process. Mm-hmm. We all have a very unique way of co-creating, and do as I said, doing that 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 co-creative cha cha. We've all got a unique way, and I spent a lot of time teaching you know processes for manifestation and steps and things like that and they those frameworks I know are so incredibly helpful but now when when someone comes to me and they want to talk about you know creating something in their business or their life or whatever area it might be and we we go into the realm of manifestation I'm always more interested 
in really looking at how have you successfully created in the past? Let's reverse engineer mm. your unique process. Yes. Let's have a look at that. And, you know, when I, when I, the one thing I will say that's really important, if, if you are going to look at what you have successfully created, make sure that you quantify success, not just by the achievement of said thing. Yeah. That it's got to be the achievement of said thing in a way that feels that was really nourishing and felt really good for you. That doesn't mean the absence of challenges, okay? Mm-hmm. But that just feels really nourishing for you. That's what I would say. And then reverse engineer that process because we all have our own style of communication. We all have our own way of receiving direction, um, of of taking action, of all of those sorts of things. We all have our own unique energetic blueprint. And I think that the more that we start to honor that and not just honor it, but start to build an intimate relationship with that, mm. the easier we generally find those things. And we and just letting ourselves explore what our own unique process looks like. I think that is something that I just feel very passionate about letting people know that it's not, I don't. I don't subscribe to a cookie cutter approach to to manifestation, just like I don't in business. I don't subscribe to cookie cutter yes. in business, whether it's business model or sales model or marketing model or whatever it is, whatever it is you're looking at. I think we get to put our own unique spin on those things. And I would say the same for manifestation. That requires an immense amount of trust and safety. Yeah. Okay. Because we often outsource our safety to systems and processes. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to do this thing. And so we outsource a lot of our safety within someone else's system. And so if you you want if you're like, you know what, Gemma, that sounds really good. Like I want to learn my own unique process. I want to, you know, become intimate with my own unique energetic blueprints so that I can create in a way that really honors me and feels good for me. Then Sister, you're going to need a very big dose of safety and trust. And they are the same to me. They're the same. Safety and trust are the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the same energy. Just people relate to different words. That really is one of the biggest components is just really making sure that you feel safe to be able to explore that for yourself because, you, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have failures. You're going to experiencing experience challenges in that journey. And if you can meet all of those mistakes and challenges and failures and the full experience of whatever creating what you want looks like, if you can meet it with a safe nervous system, you will always, always get something so incredibly valuable out of it, whether you get what you want. You know, it's like they say you'll either get the blessing or you get the lesson. That comes when you have a nervous system that really feels safe to meet the full life experience and all of the sensations that come with everything that that journey of uncovering your own unique manifestation process looks like. Yes. Well, you can't see me, but I've just been nodding away like a lunatic <laughs> this <whole> time, <laughs> like preach. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, so I good. It. I love so it. Good. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your insights. And honestly, just huge congrats on the success that you've achieved, the ups and da- riding the ups and downs, going mm-hmm. through your own personal and professional development journey. It sounds like such an incredible uh, heart-led, soul-led 
uh, process for you. And I have no doubt that everyone listening is going to feel very, very inspired from what you've shared. Um, where can we find you, Gemma? On yeah, where do, yeah. You, where do you hang out? <laughs> yeah, best place to to come into my world is into my um, private Facebook community. So I have a community called um, the Body. It's called Body Led Business Secrets. And so it really is for women that have businesses that do identify with being driven and ambitious and high achieving. But if you come inside there, it's a great place. I do live trainings every week and you can get free access inside there to my free body-led business online course as well. It's the only place you can get access to that. I do lots of live trainings. I'm, I'm a three-five, so everything I do is both very practical mm-hmm. Um a lot of what I teach has, you know, is is science backed, particularly when it comes to the nervous system. But I also speak from experience too, so you get practical tools, you get science back backed um, learning, as well as you get lived experience amongst amongst all of and everything that I speak of as well. So that really is the best place, and I'll make sure you've got the details and you can pop that into the show notes. Perfect, sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. Yes, absolutely. My pleasure. Oh, my goodness. How good was that? I absolutely love Gemma's insights into bringing the focus back from mindset work, which we all know and love, and we know how impactful and transformational mindset work can be. But I love how Gemma's bringing the focus back to our body and specifically nervous system regulation. I think it's a space that is only going to grow. I think there's only going to be more and more focus on it. And Gemma's work is just going to have such huge impact on her community. And, you know, look, bringing more awareness to that for everyone is going to be just so, so beneficial. So I have no doubt you enjoyed this incredible episode with Gemma, hearing about how she manifested her business and the work that she does. And if you want to check out her private Facebook group, that link is in the show notes. Before we sign off today, I'm going to read out the latest five-star Apple review. This comes from Lily Chan 23 The title is Love with an exclamation mark. I'm loving this fresh new podcast, bringing science and spirituality together to create a better life is totally my jam. Thank you so much, Lily Chan 23. It puts the biggest smile on my dial to have these incredible reviews left for me. And it also helps more people find the podcast. So that's a win-win in my eyes. Don't forget, if you want to leave your review, head to Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the bottom of the show, leave your little love note there for me, and you never know, you might get it read out on the next episode. Until next week, team, take care, keep milking the shit out of life, and I'll catch you next week.